1: Hey guys, welcome back to the show. We have a super exciting guest coming on today. I can't wait to share with you what she's up to and her main focus right now. Super exciting. The guest I'm bringing on, 16 Ramos, is has been content creating. She's been a marketing strategist, bringing 10 years of collective experience in sales and marketing and you name it. You know, she's the founder of Storytelling Masterclass and also the host of Generation Six. Welcome on, 16. How's it going? Hey, Brittany. Everything's going great. I'm so
2: excited to be here. Thank you for having me.
1: Oh my gosh, it's a pleasure. And I know how much value you can add to my, my listeners. So I'm, I'm so excited for today. So before we really jump in, would you mind kind of just going back into a little bit of your background and story and how you got to where you are today? Because, oh my gosh, you are a go-getter. And I really want to share that with the people listening.
2: I appreciate you saying that. And uh, hello to all your listeners. And I'm so excited to just be uh, giving value on here and telling you a little bit about my journey. Yeah, I mean, the go-getter spirit really has been, you could say, inculcated because um, very early on in my life, because I grew up in the Philippines and people work hard over there. It's a third world country, it's a developing country, and everyone just really values hard work and humility and um, just knowing that things are going served to you or just fall on your lap. Um, And so a lot of the things that I've built and learned, I'm really self-taught. And so um, especially when it comes to course creating content creation at the time that I did it, which was around 11, 10, 11 years ago, uh, when I first launched my business, there weren't a lot of mentors that you could say can teach about stuff like funnels or social media content creation or course creation for that matter. And so a lot of this was self taught. Um, so I, I did mention that I grew up in the Philippines. So I was born and raised there. I only moved to the States two years ago, kind of a culture shock. It's a very, very different pace, quite a different environment, but you know, I launched the Storytelling Masterclass, my first course, um, after I moved to the state. So you could say that it inspired me to pick up the pace a little bit with with business. Um, get, it's given me the courage. The, the change in environment just gave me the courage to change or pivot a little bit with my with my business ventures. And so, yeah, that's a little bit of a backgrounder as to where I'm from. And maybe how, how I got the drive to become an entrepreneur slash creative.
1: Right, (laughs) right. I understand that a hundred percent, you know, yeah, you're a go-getter and you worked hard for where you're at. And uh, honestly, you know, tell us a little bit about, you know, where you are in the business right now and your biggest Mm -hmm. focus and desire as of right now.
2: Oh, yeah. As of right now, my biggest focus is really the storytelling Masterclass. Um, I'm multi-passionate. I enjoy a lot of things. But what I really enjoy the most is stories. I am so fascinated by the power of story. Um, but being an entrepreneur, I've been told a lot, you know, when you when you're trying to sell something, you want to share and not sell. And initially, I thought that was, you know, that's a great philosophy to have, you know, don't sell. But then at the end of the day, I know I'm an entrepreneur, I'm not here for charity, and I only make money if I actually close the sale. <laughs> so instead of running away from it, I figured why not just learn how to do it well and right. combine the power of those two things, which is storytelling, being creative, especially with the opportunity that you have on social media. There's unlimited, unlimited options for storytelling over there. But then you also want to put your entrepreneur hat on and figure out how you can best position your your offer, your product, your brand, your personality, and tell a story in a way that's engaging to the person that you want to serve. And essentially, to me, that means if I'm an entrepreneur, I want to be able to tap into my ideal client, that client that's going to say, you know what? Yes, I'm going to invest in this. I'm going to work with her. That's the kind of person that, that I really wanna that I really wanna serve and the kind of person that I want looking at my content. And so it's really not just about mindless sharing to me, although it's fun. There are some times when I just share for the sake of sharing. <laughs> but as an entrepreneur, what I've been studying for the last 10 years or so is blending those two together, which is why I named the course as such Story Selling Masterclass, because I believe that you can share and sell at the same time, but there's a method to it, which is, you know, it's, I, I tell, I tell people, you know, it took me about six months to put together the content in that course, but really it was 10 years in the making because I didn't, I just didn't want to put out something there and be, be one of those coaches that just coach without, without having, built anything, you know, I didn't want to right. be that person. Um, So that's my main focus right now. And really my goal for that is to reach out to creatives and entrepreneurs who are maybe just a little bit intimidated about content creation. Um, If, you know, if you're listening right now and you're fearful about whether or not people are going to listen or whether or not your message is clear enough, or maybe you've tried all the things you've tried reels you've tried live you've tried audio you've tried photos and captions you've tried you've tried every single platform out there you're on pinterest instagram facebook linkedin whatever and still something isn't working something isn't clicking i've been there before um took me took me about a decade to figure out what i was doing wrong and what i can do right but you know um i think the power of the course and the magic of the course is i just basically put it all in one in one place in like eight or 10 modules um, and give everyone my learnings for the past decade. So that's my goal is to make content better um, and to help people create better content and to make it a little less intimidating uh, for people who are trying to position themselves and stand out on social media.
1: This is also incredible. I, I love your drive and I'm so excited to see where this goes. I mean, it's already gone so far and you've done so well. So I'm so pumped for you. Uh, you know, tell us a little bit about establishing your authority with podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Podcast has
2: been oh, such an essential part of my funnel. In fact, this is one of my favorite types of media ever, types of content ever to create because I call it low effort, but high impact content. There's not a lot of things required at the end of the creator and the listeners end as well. Unlike when you, you know, video is great. I do a lot of those. I do a lot of live broadcasts and such, but with podcasts, I don't, I don't require my listener to do so many things to pick up value from, from each episode. And so with podcasts, the, you know, I've used podcasts to build the foundational um, elements of my businesses. I've used it as an essential part of my funnel to build my mailing list. I've used it to grow my social media to 100k. Um, wow. I've I've used it to to sell uh, my course and have it reach to the first 50k milestone. I mean, it's just massive the kind of growth and especially in the beginning of 2020, more people were paying attention to social media in general, and that's when I doubled down on on my podcast episodes. And I think you know if you If you have a story to tell, if you have, especially if you have a product that you want to offer um, and you have, you don't even, I don't think, you just need a lot of, (laughs) a lot of thoughts, a lot of value, put that all on audio and start a podcast and listen to mentors like, like Brittany here, who has been, has been doing so well with podcasts as well. I mean, it's just insane. The opportunity, the distribution is to me, it's been really low barrier. Um, there are a lot of, of platforms that help you put your podcast out there at the click of a button, and it's easy to stay consistent. And with the help of podcasts, yeah, I grew my mailing list to, to about 3,000 people now. Um, uh, my My social media is at six figures and growing, and I'm still continuously using it to to promote the storytelling masterclass and 2.0 is launching. Um I've actually just finished uh, so exciting <laughs> recording <laughs> the first first few um uh first few lessons um under under the first module and podcast is definitely going to be a huge part
1: an essential part of my funnel. This is so exciting. You know, love what you're doing honestly and <laughs> I agree with you, podcast, like, my gosh, using a podcast to grow your business is incredible. So Mm -hmm. would you mind touching on how your business is growing with the podcast? You know, Mm -hmm. how does the podcast uh, directly affect your business?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, when I started the podcast, um, the podcast as it is now, it's entitled Generation Six, and it has uh, gone through different versions in the past. But my um, my goal for the podcast when I started was to really just provide value. And I knew what I wanted to offer at the end. Um, so, you know, podcast was going to be an essential uh, part of the funnel in order for me to promote my course, which I was going to launch like some year and a half later. Um, but I knew that podcasts were going to be big. So what I did was I started to just answer questions on the episodes. I started touching on pain points and and problems that I knew my ideal client has. And I started um, creating one episode every week on on my podcast. And it really started in the affiliate marketing niche because that was my audience primarily. Um, And it was then called like uh, New Girls on Demand (laughs) because that was like the, the name of my team at the time. And then it became Generation Six. Um, and then the audience kind of evolved from there as well. And so there was a long nurturing season uh, with my podcast where I was just really providing value, 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 value. And things that I weren't discussing on my live broadcasts or on my free content online. like I was creating, I wanted to make sure that I was creating podcast only content. That's stuff that they can't get anywhere else, so that there's reason to listen in. And so um, I started with, I think very, very small because it was a new podcast. I think the first year I was averaging like 500 downloads a week. And I think um, currently, it's at like between four thousand to five thousand downloads a week, which is which is great. Um, but I still want to grow that into like five to six figure downloads. Um, but the way it affects um, the way I sell and the way it contributes to my funnel um, is really really cool. So with 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 episodes uh, with podcast episodes, I really love it because you tap into a particular kind of market it's, you know, when you look at podcast episodes, they're long form by nature. I mean, you you hardly come across a podcast episode that's less than 15 minutes long and so by nature they're long form but people listen in and they often listen into the very end and so you know already once you launch a podcast and you have a little group of listeners in and tuning in every single week every time you put out an episode you know they're engaged and you know they're primed they've warmed up to you and they're primed to take you up on your offer download that lead magnet and then get upsold, which is what I did. So with every single episode, when I was finally finally confident enough to kind of um, get out of the nurturing and into kind of the prepping for the sale type of episodes, what I did was I used a lead magnet. So I would create one new episode a week still. And this time I would attach a lead magnet to it. So the lead magnet has to be something that helps someone achieve something tangible so from, you know, how to create, um, six months worth of content in one hour to, you know, um, done for you headlines that you can use for your short form videos to, you know, done for you captions, etc. So that lead magnet has to be compelling, um, because, you know, that person is going to go from listening to now filling up a form and then downloading, being, being a part of your marketing, marketing, email marketing, basically. So, um, those descriptions are really, really important. <laughs> so, I make sure because I, I do have I do have someone else creating my descriptions, but you know the <laughs> the I I don't want to say I micromanage them. That's terrible, but I still can't care <laughs> about what 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 they write in those descriptions because it matters. Um, your call to action in those right those those descriptions are are essential. So the link that, that's uh, being put in the descriptions will lead directly to that lead magnet. And that could be a PDF download or an audio training or um, some broadcast or a webinar that's exclusive only for the podcast listeners. And then when they get into the list, I then send them the email marketing for whatever it is that, that I'm offering. Right now in this particular season, I happen to be opening up the wait list for storytelling masterclass 2.0. And so they're going to get still some nurturing emails about what what problems that the course addresses and then kind of highlight the features of of the course itself. And so from there they get nurtured and then they get upsold and then you just kind of work the numbers from there. So you get as many people as possible listening in, downloading that lead magnet and then maybe you get maybe about a two to five percent conversion rate um but as here's what's what's really really cool is because as I grew that podcast and my downloads started um increasing, I saw my conversion rates increasing as well and I think that's because you know a combination of social proof um but also because the content is getting better you you know you get more seasoned as a podcaster I mean I've had a lot of awkward, offered podcast episodes <laughs> I'm like what am I I'm just yeah, for sure. now. I was like what am I what am I doing and I have a <laughs> lot of cringe episodes too <laughs> I was like I had an episode it's like the art of letting go I'm like what what was that <laughs> what was I going through but anyway. I understand yeah
1: <laughs> um,
2: as your your content gets a little bit more refined your audience starts paying a little bit more attention to and with social proof you it kind of you know it kind of takes a laugh on its own because it gets shared and you know it, it, it it's a given where you promote when you promote your podcast episodes you also expect your audience you know to share um, I make a lot of audio to promote my podcast as well. But once they get into that funnel, um, it's so much fun because I know I'm targeting and I'm reaching people who are invested in this topic, especially right. the topic of content creation. They're in there to listen all the way through. So when I do ask them to, hey, download this lead magnet. I know they're going to click on it. They may not buy into the program right away, but I know that they're going to stick around. And I think that's really the power of podcasts is the kind of audience it attracts. It's almost
1: instantly a quality audience. And honestly, like being crystal clear on who it is you want to attract, like, Mm -hmm. that's why it's so important to really have, you know, Mm -hmm. those calls to actions and the essential Mm -hmm. uh, descriptions and stuff like that is huge. You know, who are you attracting? So um, like that a lot. Wow. You know what you're doing. Oh my gosh. I love it. (laughs) Thank you.
2: Thank you. I mean, I'm, I'm honored just to be here. I know you've been doing podcasts (laughs) for a long, long time. So much magic going on here, you guys.
1: <laughs> Aww. yeah, absolutely. you know, it's a pleasure to have you on. and you know, tell mm. us a little bit about you know some of the actually, this would be a good question to go over mm. is you know, obviously, as a successful entrepreneur like yourself, there mm. is gonna be lots of wins, but what about the challenges? Are there any pain points that you're struggling with right now? kind of getting over a hump or anyone's in the past and how did you overcome them? Um, You know, just get to the next level. There's a lot of, of, you know, challenges as an entrepreneur. I mean,
2: absolutely. I mean, right now I'm, I'm, I'm proud to say this, that a lot of the marketing that I've been doing is organic. Um, Good. Just recently I've started exploring ads. And so if you want to go organic, with your marketing, let's say you have a small budget, you don't have a big team for ads just yet. I think podcasts are really amazing at getting your, your name out there and getting your content and your value out there. But, you know, for me, the biggest challenge, one of them is consistency because it's hard to show up consistently. Even, even you know, the way I've built my business now, there are days when it's just hard to think about, okay, what topic have I not covered at this point? Because I, you know, after a hundred episodes or so, you're going to be like, okay, then, then how do I kind of evolve from this? And you think about things to, you know, ways to shake things up a little bit, but you know, when you, when you, look at what your audience is asking. And here's a tip too that I have is to go back to the conversations that you have with maybe prospects or clients. This is why community building is so important because a lot of the topics that I come up with aren't really things that I come up with. They just quote unquote come up with, but really they're topics that come from my audience. Um, From, you know, I I pick them up from my Zoom calls because I do a lot of coaching calls. Um, They could be questions that I've had for the week. And so with with community building and consistently having conversations with your audience, even if they're just in the DMs, you're going to really pick up a lot of clues about what your audience needs based on what they tell you. And so I I kind of use that as an inspiration for the episodes as well makes it a little easier to show up more consistently too. Um, but right now, um, I'm going to say it's an exciting challenge. It's an exciting challenge because I'm trying to grow this audience as well. Um, and I'm trying to grow, um, my listener base to like six figures. And to me, what that really means is I'm tapping into (laughs) an audience that's passionate about story. I think that's, that's the, that's the thing about it too, is I'm looking for like-minded people who love the power of story, who's up for a great story and who's really into sales psychology in a sense, because it is to, at least to me, a very interesting topic. Um, just the way people behave, um, their how their purchasing behavior changes with the words that you say, trigger words, power words. And I think the power of the word, um, I, I really think has has huge impact on marketing today. And I think it's so underrated uh, as well. One of the things that that people ignore is, you know, it's not just about having a sign up now call to action there's a lot of things that go into what makes a great story especially because social media is so loud um so it is a challenge but but it's an exciting challenge to look for like-minded people and to show up consistently to the audience that I have now so if there are any aspiring podcasters listening in as well and you know there's a thing called pod fade I'm sure you know what that is it's like after you're second or fifth or so episode, you kind of fade away. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) It it happens, it happens, but if it kind of bites you, don't, don't beat yourself up. It's just, you know, you make a, you make an episode, try to stick to a schedule that's sustainable to you, I think is, is essential because you don't need to be creating one episode every day or one episode a week for that matter, you know, choose a schedule that, Uh, is sustainable to you, which is highly recommended. I'm an introvert, which is why podcasts work very well for me. I don't need to show up on a video. I don't need to talk to a lot of people or interact. They are creating interactive podcasts now. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself (laughs) once that (laughs) launches. Um, But it's it's such a fun, just a fun way to, to create content with audio. But yeah.
1: Absolutely. I yeah. And the connections also like the connections, like you mentioned earlier, Mm -hmm. are just unreal. Like Mm. you're connecting with people all over the world. Um, I mean, I think for me with having a podcast, it's endless the opportunities and the doors that open and like how your business can truly grow from one. And I honestly think every business owner or an entrepreneur with say Mm -hmm. an online business should definitely, definitely take that leap of faith and just start one.
2: I agree. Just start one. Just put out your first episode. Sure. You're going to yeah. sound echoey to you, to the creator. It's always, Oh, I sound funny. I sound a little it, nasally. I shouldn't have said it's that. It's just, no <laughs> one's going to notice. No one will notice. Thank you. I
1: was just going to say, you know, when I first started, I was like, Oh my gosh, these are cringe. These are horrible. Like, why did I say that? Why did I sound like that? What am I doing? Um, but nobody notices as much as yourself, so we're the, we're our biggest enemy sometimes. You know, it's so. true.
2: It's true. I even went through the phase where I tried to sound not like me because I was listening to too many podcasters. I mean, that you kind of go down the rabbit hole with these things as you're doing research. It's like, what are other people doing? It's like, how do I do this right? And so, right. With the research, you kind of have to. You have to consume other people's content, and you have to listen into other people's. Podcast. And I'm like, after listening into so many, I'm like, Oh no, what do I still have a voice really? Because of all right. of these big players already in the industry. But you know what, after you go through that phase, you stop listening for a while. It's like, I right. think, I think that's, a, that's necessary to, to go through a phase where you just, you know, stay with your thoughts, stay with your ideas, and then you work on it. And not listen to everybody else. I mean, you take a, take a little bit about what you, what, what they do, like pick up the lessons that you feel like are going to be useful to you. It's like, okay, maybe don't do this and do that. But then to stay true to yourself, you really have to be alone with your thoughts for a while and then just do the work and then just put it out because my gosh, I think at some point I just stopped listening because, oh my God, I I can't make my podcast sound like this. (laughs)
1: well and honestly I think like what makes you stand out and be unique is just being you you know Mm -hmm. and it's a it's a hard thing to accept sometimes when you're like well there's so many others and I want to sound like that but like be you and like you're gonna grow and it's going to make you stand out be authentic find your voice be yourself you know
2: yep that's the only way you really can attract the people that are like-minded
1: oh yeah exactly Well, 16, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to come on. It was an absolute pleasure. The value and, the, you know, the techniques and stuff that you're using and shared with everyone is so powerful and, um, you are doing freaking fantastic. <laughs> so I mean, me. yeah, if, <laughs> if anyone's looking to, you know, talk to you about your story, your story selling a uh, course or anything else, what would be the best way to go ahead and, you know, connect with you?
2: Yeah, just find me on social media. I am at 16Ramos. That's spelled out S I X T E E N Ramos, R A M O S, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. I'm all over the place. Or just uh, visit 16Ramos.com.
1: Beautiful. Well, thank you so much again, 16. Absolute pleasure having you on. I'm so appreciative of you taking the time out of your day um, just to come on my show and share some value.
2: Oh, thank you for having me.
1: Thanks, Brittany. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everyone. And if you're looking to come on just like 16 to today for an interview, please go to top100interview.com. We'd love to have you on as well. Okay, guys, catch you on the next episode.
0: Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free.